Tom Bernard Show with co-host Catherine Brandt, Andy Brandt Bernard, Cassie Schrader. And we'll be right back. Very nice guest list today, as a matter of fact. Several guests on the show. We'll be right back. Kick things off. Tom Bernard Show. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt then talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and <laughs> it's gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? And, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Doug Sprinthal, Walzer Automotive Group, Walzer.com. Tell us about this warranty for life thing. I, you, know, you know, you understand a lot more about this than I do. Well, of course. I know you're not an automotive mechanic. So let me tell you a cool story. This just happened a couple of days ago. I got an email. Somebody emailed me at Doug at Walzer.com, and he goes, Hey, I bought a 2005, and I think it was a Honda Accord, back in 2014, I'm having some problems with the engine. Uh, do I have any coverage? So... I called the Honda store. We looked it up, and sure enough, the card qualified for a lifetime powertrain warranty. So it had to be under 60,000 miles at the time of purchase, a uh, non-highline vehicle. And they covered the engine repair. Think about what that means. That's a 13-year-old car, and the guy got his engine replaced. It doesn't cover every single thing on the car, but all the, it's like major medical coverage. So the engine goes bad, transmission, four-wheel drive system. You're covered as long as you own the car, as long as you maintain it to factory standards. It's pretty cool. It actually is really cool. Well, I mean, it's a lot cooler than you or me. Well, it is really cool, though. Yeah, I mean, you know, 15-year-old car. And that's why I buy all my cars, and my family buys all their cars from Walzer Automotive Group, walzer.com, because of warranty for life. And you like working with me, too, right, Tommy? Tommy? Tom? I, I don't think he's there. <laughs> That's really nice. Very professionally <laughs> delivered from Walzer Automotive Group, walzer.com. Do, 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 do. I'm so happy because today Well, there you go, Catherine. This article is completely fabricated. What? Joe Steinhauser, you jerk. Way to go, Joe. Typical. Oh, no. Oh, Alex is in. That's good. I was locked uh, out. No, there was a headline. I was locked out. So oh, you were locked out? Get in a standby Lo- door. Locked out of your own house? Yeah. Uh, did a t- teen sue his parents for being born white? No, this article is completely fabricated. Uh, I was duped. 
Now, I will tell you this. A 17-year-old redheaded kid did sue his parents for $2 million because he was born a ginger. That oh, one that is true. that makes sense. That one is true. So Nothing in a way, worse. he sued them for being white. Uh, red-haired teen sues his parents for $2 million for being born ginger. This kid's got a freckle or two, by the way, too. There's no doubt about it. No, it, this, that story's false, too. These stories are all lies. Way to go, Catherine. Joe Steinhauser. Pawning off your lies on me. Lies are lies. What's World News Daily Report thing? It's fake. Is that a fake site? Yes. That's a fake site altogether. Apparently it is. That's what they're saying. So So don't trust anything that comes off of that. Don't trust anyone at any time about anything. But I do like the idea that it'll eventually happen. I mean, you do know that it is eventually going to happen. Correct. Well, I went on a rant on my Facebook page because not, you. not not just because of that, but because of that thing that we were, we were watching Tucker Carlson. And I know Fox News, blah, 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 but whatever. I like Tucker Carlson because he's <laughs> I, do too. I think he's hilarious he's to watch. Very funny. He's like watching Donald Trump. It's all very amusing. <laughs> that is you know, true. I don't agree with everything he has to say or whatever, but yeah. I, I do think that his reactions to things are very funny. But he's the one that brought up that high ho high right. Hi-ho. Hi-ho uh, YouTube what? Uh, site for kids. There's this, on YouTube, there's this site called Hi-ho. And it's a children's site. And there, uh, one, one of the topics was uh, a woman was talking about her abortion with eight-year-olds. Yeah, uh, that was true. That's and that I actually went true. on the Hi-ho site, and it is right there. It is right there. They had the exact footage that was on no, the YouTube. True. I mean, she she has abortion tattooed on the inside of her lip. Oh, so she's insane. Mm-hmm. And she's, she's sitting there telling these little kids, she's like, oh, yeah, it was kind of like going to a crappy dentist appointment. They, like, put this tube up there, and then they just kind of sucked it out. And it was just, you know, and they're, and, and she said, and he's, uh, one of the kids asked the question, are you worried about, uh, religion or something. He asked something like that, and she said, oh, I think that abortion is God's will. <laughs> what the hell? Why did they have this And this is, I mean, well, that's what I would like to know. It's like, it's getting to the point where if parents don't pay attention to every single thing that their kids might be, I mean, oh, oh, it's a little YouTube kid site. Hi-ho! Um, I mean, this is not the appropriate person, A, to be talking about this or the appropriate platform, no matter how you feel about abortion. There shouldn't be some lunatic, you know, that's just like, oh, it's just like going to the dentist and it's God's will to have an abortion. She is not the one that should be talking to your eight-year-old about this. Right? Am I right? You're absolutely right. I don't know if you guys heard that story about that 11-year-old boy. Uh, who right now cross-dresses, apparently. Uh, I don't know if he's eventually going to become a, a, a girl or a woman or not. I don't know. But the thing that upset me about this is that uh, this kid's 11 years old. He cross-dresses and he dances, I guess provocatively. Are you talking about said. Desmond is amazing? Uh, I don't know. Was it, why? What about it? Well, how do you not know? Well, because I didn't read. I didn't read though. I, I just looked at it and said they were throwing money at him. Oh yeah, that's yeah. He was dancing around on stage at a gay bar at two a.m. and they were throwing dollar bills at him. How old is he? He's Eleven. Eleven. 
<clears throat> He's a little kid. He Leave him alone. He should go to bed. He should go to child yeah, protective once again. services because his parents are... Well, I mean, like, do you know the story about that guy who uh, chopped up his drug dealer and went to prison? Yeah. Uh, I'm just trying to find out. All right, we'll find out. Let me just say this while you're doing that. Was. That the 11-year-old wants, if he wants to become a girl, that's his business. That's not what we're talking about. But to actually throw money at an 11-year-old kid in a bar, I think, is really obnoxious. What is wrong with you? Mm. He's a little kid. Leave him alone. I don't know. Maybe if they thought they were supporting him somehow or something. I don't know. But it's uh, it's unfortunate. What'd you find, Andy? I don't know what his name is, but. There's a video of this guy who killed his drug dealer and just got out of prison recently, and some other guy, I don't know, and Desmond and them are sitting on the couch uh, talking about, you know, whatever inane crap they care about. And the yeah. interesting thing is he's acting, a li- the kid is acting a little strange, and someone noticed that on the painting just above the couch, uh, they have the word Rohypnol written in oh, paint, which is a little, what? you know, a little weird. A little, yeah. Yeah. I don't, what is that all about? Have people completely lost their I'm minds? I'm telling you, yes. People really have. have lost their minds. Well, he's one of the clearest we cut really cases have. of, like, he's being passed around and no one cares. Oh, God. It's just terrible. Yep. Just Absolutely terrible. Uh, but uh, seriously, uh, we were talking this morning. Well, Diamond Dallas Page was on the morning show this morning. Oh, DDP. I love DDP. He's a good guy. <laughs> oh, Is he coming on we this have... show at all? He, no, he... we haven't talked to him in a while. Well, he wants us to reach out and book him on this show again. Is he still doing his yoga? Yeah, he just wrote a book, as a matter of fact. Oh. So I'm he's doing on really it. well. <laughs> I'm on it. Yeah, I'm DDP's a great guy. I think I might have his number. But, um, Maybe. yeah, it's just uh, one of those situations where, where I was talking to him about how he helps people. He used his life and learned things about this, that, and the other thing. He, he does all these things to help people. Um, yeah, especially other um, wrestlers. wrestlers. Yeah, he does, absolutely. But apparently, you know, a lot of negative comments on social media about this, that, and the other thing. And the problem I have with that is you're not even using your real name. You feel so so insignificant and tiny that you have to lash out at everyone about everything. Do you not know that the problem lies with you? You have a horrible self-image. That's why you have to lash out at people on social media to feel like a bigger thing than you really are. Well, you're fine probably just the way you are. It's just I don't know who got in your head, but somebody did, well, and now you're worthless. Yeah, well, that's – I mean, same with this uh, woman with the, you know, the abortion. She is touting herself as an activist. Oh, the abortion woman? Yeah. Yeah, she's an activist. I mean, that's the whole – this, this thing about being an activist. It's like how is this activism? It's I don't not. understand. I know. Uh, that We need to somehow get – uh oh, Don Curtis is calling. You guys talk amongst yourselves. Okay. Talk amongst ourselves. Hello. Anyway. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> what is with I mean, today? Yes. Oh, we had a meeting. And He's going to talk uh, on the phone gets, in the studio. Yeah, apparently. Cassie, I just, I'll, I'll turn off his me. mic. Yeah, um, good idea. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Cassie, I just forwarded you Diamond Dallas Page's last known number. 
Okay. That I have. So you can give him a call. I think that's his direct line. Yeah, and Dave sent me one too. So we'll see which one works. Oh, okay. Um, Andy? Yes. Mike Lindell's trying to call in, but he has the old phone number, and I don't know the new phone number. So how can we get a hold of him? Because he's only got about 10 minutes now. He's, he was calling in at noon. Um, we have to take a break here anyway, don't we? No. no. Not even close. What? Why? What? How much time is it? We have like six minutes left. We do? Yeah. We didn't start till 10 after, huh? I didn't know. Thomas. That. Nope. Well, I didn't know. Okay, well... <laughs> Okay, well, I don't know how we can get the number to him. Because I, well, there's I can't... a thing called texting. Okay, well, let me shut this off. Sorry, to, sorry about this, but this is the 10th anniversary of Mike Lindell's sobriety. Ten years so, ago today. I was like, so, Cassie, would you please text Tom the studio number? No, no, no. We'll do the exact oh, opposite. Oh, okay, exact opposite. We'll do the exact opposite. We'll, I will send. I will give Here, you his give number. Give this to me. I'm going to do that very thing in just one second. Talk amongst yourselves. We'll be just fine. <laughs> Please hand me your phone. I didn't even think about that. Okay, uh, that's his number. Yes. We, can, we could call him. I will share this. But I know this. he's got another interview at 1230, so the sooner the, sooner the better, that'd be good. Okay. Uh, while we're doing that, i got to... Uh, it's coming your way, Cassie. Okay. Were you guys in the middle of something when I jump back on? I don't know. No, we no. were talking about how weird you are today. Oh, what do you mean? I'm not weird today. <laughs> Why am I weird today? Oh yes, you are. No. You're wound up. Actually, I will tell you what I'm very excited about this this uh, venture we got coming forth. Well, we'll see what happens. No, it's gonna it's gonna be great. It'll is be it, wonderful. Is it time to share that or not yet? No. Not yet. We'll get it taken care of. But uh, we're we're joining a new uh, podcast network that's going to be pretty incredible. Hey. Can't tell you who it is yet though. Because it's brand new. Nobody knows. It's going to be wonderful. It's going to be great. So, yeah, if you can get a hold of him, that'd be great. Oh, God, I'm going to get this all the rest of my life now. A woman called in this morning, and she was very, very sweet. And she said, Tom, I just have to tell you something. I love you, and I love this show. You're kind of like the Oprah Winfrey of Minnesota. So now, of course, everybody's calling me Oprah like Doc Ketchmark. You know, like him. You know what I'm saying? Here, would you answer this, Catherine? Or that's Don from my pillow. Uh, yeah, I don't know. We're, we're trying to get the thing all teed up and ready to go. So yeah, yeah, just tell her, tell Hello. him. They're going to call him. Uh, yeah. So anyway, there are some things that happening that that are really it's going to be really really good for the podcast. So I'm very excited about that. You know what I mean? You feel me? Yeah. Anybody with me? Yeah. Okay. Nice response, by the way. Okay, yeah, really good response. You're being weird. Uh, it, well, I had to answer phone calls here because I, I didn't realize that Mike had the old. He he was calling the old studio line mm. from uh, downtown, so he didn't have the new one. I did not realize he didn't have the new one. I thought well, he's been the in the studio in the. In a, Just go to the website. Oh, is it really? Yeah. Mm. That'll work. Well, that would have been good. It's all Don's fault. That's all I have to say. Anyway, hopefully we'll get some time with him, or maybe we can tee him up for another part of the show today, because I do want to talk to him. Ten years, he went from being a crack addict, broke as hell, to being an extremely successful businessman, and he's been sober for ten years, so I just wanted to congratulate him on the show. Uh, He uses a lot of his money to help other people get sober, and and a lot of his influence as well, so it's it's a very nice story. 
Did you and Don figure it out? Cassie is supposed to call Mike on that number that we sent right now. We can't call, and we never have been able to call. Jesus. Can we call on a cell phone and nope. plug it in? What? Okay, we can't do if that. If we could just so do how, that, we would have been doing that the whole time. Would you, te- would, would you, what's the number, Son Andy? Of a bitch. What's the number? Because you could text Dawn and, <laughs> God. Okay, somebody send me the studio number, We need please. a manager of this podcast. We if really anybody do. could do that. We need a manager that gets all the stuff teed up. It would be wonderful. I just texted him the number. Mm-hmm. Oh, you did? You texted, texted to Mike, Mike Lindell? Okay, yep. perfect. Well, the number that Thank he gave so me, much. yes. <clears throat> Thank you. The number that we gave you? Yeah, yeah. That, was a, that was his number. Absolutely. Okay. Okay, so give me your phone, and I'll text him quick and tell him to call that number. Okay. Well, he's not going to have very much time, but that's fine. No. I just wanted to say congratulations to him. That's it. I'm not being weird. I'm trying to get everything teed up here. That's all I'm saying, right? Yes. That's all I'm talking about. Um, Karen Pence, who I'm assuming is uh, Mike Pence's wife. Is that right? She's going to teach at a school with a gay ban. I don't know what that means, if they don't allow gay students or yeah, gay teachers. Sounds or... fake to me. Those are always uh, fake. Karen Pence is going back to work at a Christian, a Christian school that does not allow gay students, parents, or employees. Pence taught at Emanuel Christian School in Springfield, Virginia, for years, while husband Mike Pence served in Congress before becoming vice president. Now the second lady is returning to the school to teach elementary art two days per week. The school's gay ban has, of course, come under fire. All I can say is uh, imagine the Republican outrage if Michelle Obama had taught classes at a school that banned Christians. Well, a lot of them do, don't they? I don't know. They literally ban any sort of Christian, like you can't pray or anything in most schools, so hey. Yeah, yeah, so they do ban Christian, Mm -hmm. right? Well, technically they they ban Christianity. Yeah, they, they ban Christianity. We but again, I, you know, I'm our caller. Is it Michelle Obama or is it Mike Lindell? I think it is. They both Hello. start with them, but it's Mike Lindell. <laughs> How, you, How doing, you doing, Tom? man? How wonderfully well, thanks. Doing really well. Nice to talk to you. Sorry about. I completely forgot you probably didn't have the new studio's uh, phone number. That's my fault. Do you have, do you have to be on another call at twelve thirty. Yeah, it's a national call, and then I got Hannity at one ten. But I've got uh, I've got time at twelve forty two for about twenty minutes. Oh, do you want to just call back then, and we can do an entire segment at twelve? The twelve forty would be perfect, actually. Uh, oh, okay, not, all right. I'll, we have I'll a guest a then. Oh, it won't be. We have a guest at what time? Twelve thirty five. Oh God! This... Twelve forty five. What time? Twelve forty five would be minutes. fine. I'd have. I would have 15, 15 or 20 minutes. I go on with Hannity at 110. Okay, that'll be good. So if you want to, if you want to just call this number at 1245, uh, that'd be perfect. All right, I'll talk to you All then. Right. Thanks, Tom. Thanks, Mike. Thank you. My fault, by the way, 100% my fault. Right. I forgot to give him the new phone number. I just, I don't know why I forgot that, but a lot of things. We had a bunch of... Because I, we I, had a meeting right before this. Well, yeah, I did the, morning, I did, had the morning show, and then we had a meeting right after the morning show up until the beginning of this show, so I've been running around like a madman. But it's all good stuff. It's all great stuff, as a matter of fact. But uh, So, yeah, we'll talk to Mike Lindell in about 20 minutes. Uh, so now, Andy, we do need to take a break, right? Uh, yes. Okay, we'll be right back. Tom Bernard Show. 
Tom Bernard here with the founder and CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. He was here to talk about a great service at an app that you can get and use from North American Banking Company. It's called XCheck. All right, Michael, my buddy, my pal of mine, why do I need this and why is it cool? We developed the app to compete with the other payment applications across the country. We wanted something that was safe, secure, easy to use, and most of all, free. Say, for example, Alex needs some money and you want to send her some money, you can do it right away in the payment app and would get into her account without her having to go to the bank. Most convenient for the princess in your life. And the Prince Andy, too, because I wouldn't want the kids having to leave the house to get cash. I wouldn't want that. No, there'd be no sense in that. You'd have to buy the gas then, too. <laughs> They're going to love it. This is Tom. Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience. Check out nabankco.com slash KQ for more about XCheck. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. Whiting Clinic has changed their name to include their two specialties, LASIK and cataract surgery. Whiting Clinic is best known for their amazing LASIK results and ability to enhance thousands of lives by restoring vision to clarity without the need for glasses or contacts. You've heard me rave about them for years. You know that. But did you know they're also experts in cataract surgery? Yes, indeed. And I'm a perfect example of their good work. You know what I'm saying. I see so clearly now. When my clear LASIK vision started to fade due to cataracts, Whiting Clinic took care of me again and have the most advanced lens technology so I can see far away and up close without wearing any glasses. If you're over 60 and have noticed your vision starting to fade, call the experts at Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. To learn more about your options for cataract surgery and clearer vision, visit whitingclinic.com or call 855-554-2020. That's 855 855- Five five four twenty twenty, and please tell them Tom sent you. Oh, it's playing a little Rolling Stones. Mm-hmm. Where did they announce they're going to appear somewhere? What What are they appearing at? Because everybody's all excited about it. I'm assuming probably XL. One of those? No, it's a, it's like a national show of some oh. kind. I'll have to track it down. I can look it up. Or international show. Maybe it's an international show, but the Rolling Stones have signed on to do it, which is very, very cool. I'll look on Twitter. Catherine will be looking on Twitter. So, yeah, I apologize for that first segment. And, by the way, I've already gotten met. Is this the KQ Morning Show or the podcast? Because usually the podcast runs much more smoothly. <laughs> <laughs> but I literally got up this morning. Did the morning show. The second that was over, we were in a meeting till uh, a couple of minutes after the hour, you know, a couple of minutes after noon. Then we hopped on this show. In the meantime, I forgot to give Mike Lindell the uh, the new studio line number. So it's all my fault, but uh, we'll get it back in order now. The Rolling Stones just announced yesterday that they will be performing at the historic 50th anniversary New, new Orleans Jazz Fest on there Thursday, May 2nd, 2019. Tickets yep. go on general sale this Friday. January 18th. So that's what it is. Yeah, yeah they signed a big show. I guess everybody's very, very excited about that, which is understandable. Yeah. That they would be very, very excited about that situation. But I've seen yeah. them like five times, I think, for some reason. I mean, I'm not, I love I love the Rolling Stones, but I don't love the Rolling Stones. And I've seen them probably more than anybody else. <laughs> probably true. I've only seen They've them once. Always had a good show, though. Only saw him once, and when he struts down that walk, they, they always have a runway for him to walk out into the crowd. I mean, he's up on stage, but he goes out into the crowd. Mm-hmm. 
And he loves that thing, man. But the only thing I, I was talking about this by coincidence yesterday on the KQ Morning Show, I was sitting next to the runway the one time I did see the Rolling Stones, and Mick walked by and I said, "What is he like? Four foot ten? He is not a big guy. I mean, he is a tiny little guy. He weighs about 130 pounds. Well, maybe not even that much. Buck twenty? You think maybe? Yeah, he's tiny. He's not a big fella, but uh, it all works out in the end. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's the ticket there. All right, so what else is happening? Everything else is good? What? Mike Lindell promoted his appearance on our show for 1215. Oh, damn it. Mike, all my fault. I will take 100% blame for that. It was definitely my fault. I wish it... I did, like I said, I, ha- I just have some of these days where it's minute by minute by minute, and I just get lost. Oh, he tweeted that. It's, this has been moved to 1245. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there you go. I like that a lot. Now, he is such a good guy. He's a really, really good guy. So, you know, we'll, uh, we'll have him on in about you know, 15 minutes. That'll be really, really good. No question. Minnesota breweries facing delays because of shutdown. Why would a in Minnesota, where the thriving craft beer industry's estimated annual uh, economic impact is roughly two hundred million dollars? Uh, yeah, do you buy that that the craft beer million? industry is worth no. two hundred million? Yeah, I don't either. Why? I mean, what does it have to do with this? Well, the uncertainty has some brewers on edge in making plans in case there's no breakthrough. Why would the shutdown yeah. affect craft beer in Minnesota? Oh, maybe <clears throat> liquor licenses? Would I that have anything why. to do? I don't know. I'm just I guessing. Know. I'll find the story. I don't story think you need a liquor license for beer. Oh, yeah, yeah you sure do. you do. Yeah, if it has alcohol, you definitely need a liquor license. Mm. I think you can brew stuff for yourself, your own consumption, up to X amount of bottles of beer or something oh, the, like that, or gallons. Andy, there is a beer and that. wine license. So, yeah, it yeah. might be a beer oh, and so wine specifically, license. Okay. Yeah, I think that's probably right. Uh, the beer is still flowing at Indeed Brewing Company's tap room in northeast Minneapolis, but uh, even its IPAs and Imperial Stouts can't escape the effects of the partial government shutdown. The company's plans for a new brew house and tap room in Milwaukee this summer are stuck in limbo until a shuttered federal agency approves its license. Well, see, so you lied in the headline. Minnesota breweries feel the impact of the shutdown, and basically this is something they're building in Milwaukee. What the hell does that have to do with Minnesota? Yeah, the owners are here, but that, that's not going to affect craft brew or uh, places in Minnesota. More fake news. Oh, God. It says here, uh, the company's plans for a new brew house and tap room in Milwaukee this summer are stuck in limbo until a shuttered federal agency approves its license. Indeed, can't dr- brew a drop of beer at their new location. It's a Milwaukee problem. It's not a Minnesota problem. Uh, <laughs> Why can't they just tell the truth in any news in any news organization at all? Is it impossible to tell the truth now? I think it is. You think so? I don't know. Could you, and it doesn't really matter. Well, as Catherine was pointing out, I, I know I had a million things going here, but Catherine was talking about uh, watching. I like I like uh, Anderson Cooper, who's over on you know CNN, which is not I'm not a big watcher of that because everything is a huge panic and everything's everybody's a spy and it's like, would you calm down? But I like Anderson Cooper because they were talking to him. This is a few months ago, maybe longer than that. They were talking to Anderson Cooper, who's, you know, openly gay, obviously. Everybody knows that Anderson Cooper's gay, and God bless him. But um, they were making some comment about women's hygiene or something. And he goes like this. He goes, yeah, i got to be honest with you. I don't know anything about vaginas. (laughs) 
He whispers vaginas into the microphone. It's like, okay, Anderson, settle down. But yeah, Tucker Carlson is very, very funny. He said about Stephen Colbert last night, because Colbert was talking to that uh, woman that's running for president, uh, Galabarina. What's her name? Gillibrand? Yeah, Gillibrand or something. Yeah, He's holding her hand, and he's just fawning all over her. And Tucker Carlson, and, and, <laughs> I, I don't Do you remember his exact words? Uh, something about sucking up to power yeah. or something. Is, this, is there anybody in power that this guy won't suck up to? <laughs> it was very Yeah, he doesn't, uh, he doesn't hold funny. back. No, Tucker does not hold back. You're absolutely right. Which is probably why people dislike him. Possibility. Um, and like him. Is Adela with us? Uh, she's been rescheduled, so Mike can come on, I think. Right? Oh, so when's she, when she going to be on? I'm going to contact uh, Art, and we'll get her rescheduled that way. We're not trying oh, to cram you. in two people at once. That's how I had to step out of the I studio to give her a call. Oh, okay. Good idea. Thank you so much for that. Cause, and then, like I said, I, I apologize for that. I, sh- I should have remembered that he would not have the new phone number. Yeah, when you're booking stuff, you need to follow through, Tom. I know. So, Cassie, good job there. Pulling my feet out Trust of the phone. Trust me, I give the people the phone number, and sometimes they have trouble calling in. So, Oh, they do? Yeah. Okay. That's true. Or time zones. They don't know which time zones what. Yeah. Well, yeah. Oh. That's 100% true. That's very <laughs> true. They have no idea what time zone. You know, I called in right on time because isn't yeah. Minnesota, isn't that Atlantic time? It's like there's no such thing, first of all, yeah. as Atlantic time. Anyway, it's Eastern. And when I was doing all but, the, yeah, the booking, the uh, and then we'd go on... Eastern Standard Time, and then my calendar would flip it. So yeah. I had mm-hmm. all the times wrong. I was like, don't do that calendar. That'll happen. Yeah. That will happen. Uh, we talked about this yesterday. The, the top story on Wise Brother today is you are about to pay a lot more for Netflix. Netflix is making some really good moves. Uh, they're raising their rates by about anywhere between 9 and 18%. How much is it now a month? I think it's ten bucks now, and they're raising it to thirteen. I think that's right. When do you think people will stop wanting it? I don't know because if you're going to have to buy, how many different channels are there to buy? Does anybody know? Oh my God, it's got to be twenty, at least. Uh, yeah. So I mean, are you going to spend three hundred dollars a month to watch television? I don't think so. But I think you will pick and choose the Hulu's, the Netflix, and the yeah. Amazon, well, the Prime. That's why people were leaving cables because cable got so expensive. Yeah. No, there's no question about that. There's no doubt about that. So, uh, you know, it just, whatever. But they have 78 million subscribers, so raising the rate by 3 bucks, uh, I think it brings them up to 13. It's it's literally a billion dollars a month, I think, is what they'll be. Will they collecting. be operating in the black then, finally? I don't think so. No? <laughs> they got a lot of debt. But they're making some very, very smart moves. They're, Netflix is doing some very smart things. They've basically thrown all these. And I understand back when uh, radio was radio and television was television and newspapers and newspapers that they had to have demographics to sell to, but that's not possible any longer. And, and television and radio are holding on to those old numbers, which is a huge mistake. Netflix blew right past them. I would say at least 20% of the programming now is aimed at people 70 and over. 20%? Oh, God, yes. They have a ton of shows that are aimed at, at older people. Kaminsky Method. I mean, it's for everybody, but specifically about people 70 or, or even older. I should, and, and by the way, 75 is not old anymore. used to be, but not really anymore. 
So oh, we true. shall see. Yeah, I mean, what was that show with Burt Reynolds before he died? Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah, the last, the last movie the star. The last movie star. Or the last right? star, something like that. Yeah. Like the last movie. I think it was the last movie star, I'm not sure, but... Uh, really, really smart stuff there, and uh, that's the route everybody's taking. Do you guys, you, you guys watch Hulu, Netflix, uh, Prime mm. Video? Do you want? You guys yeah. watch that stuff? What do you watch, Andy? Um, pretty much all of them. What, what I mean? Shows what shows do you, do you watch? watch? Oh, well, lately we've actually been mostly watching a show called Pitbulls and Parolees. Oh my <laughs> oh, <yeah>. god! <laughs> mostly because of Melissa, but. What? Yeah. Pitbulls um, and parolees. And I noticed, actually, on the calendar, uh, uh, Tia Maria Torres. Mm -hmm. She was on the calendar, yeah. but now she's not. Did she cancel? Uh, I think so. Oh, I'm darn. not sure. I'll have to look into my emails. Yeah, because Melissa would be... If she comes on, Melissa wants to be there that day. Okay. Who is she? She's the lead person on that show. She, they're she they're in Louisiana, is... and they, uh, they rescue pit bulls and, you know... Because oh, Louisiana is pretty that. horrible for uh, animal abuse. Yeah, animal welfare, yeah. yes, they are. I could see that, absolutely. A I lot of dogs that are in uh, Minnesota shelters come from yep. the south. Oh, is that right? Yes, they I ship them up that. to us all the yeah. time. I did not because know that. The south, yeah, the south, they just, I don't know, so many people don't care about animals at all down there for some reason. Yeah, it is. Yeah, you're right about that. Alex, what do you watch? Um... On Prime, I watch Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. That's the only right. show that I watch on there. And then mm -hmm. um, Netflix, I can't think of anything. Handmaid's Tales on Hulu? Yes. Yeah, I think Hulu? that's on Hulu. Yeah, yeah. Handmaid's yeah. Tale on Hulu. That should Hulu. be coming back. I watch The Good Place and Superstore on Hulu. And I started yeah, you watching, love Superstore. I absolutely love Superstore. And I started watching, well, I haven't watched it in like two months, but um, before the holidays, I started watching a show called A Million Little Things. So it's yeah. pretty good. Yeah, it'll hit the wall for you, believe me. Yeah, Dave, Dave <laughs> oh, really? and I, well, Dave and I just got done binge-watching Parks and Rec. So now we're That's trying to oh, I watched that when I was pregnant with Fond and bedridden. Oh, we can't we couldn't get enough of it. I'm yeah. so bummed mm -hmm. that it ended. So we gotta find another series to binge watch together that we haven't seen. Anybody watch The Haunting of Hill House? No, it's, it's on, on my, Netflix, right? It's on my list for if Sage ever will sleep by himself. <laughs> I'm it watch. looks pretty good. We're in we're in what, two we're two episodes in? I think that's two right. Two or three. Two or three, something like that. And it is good. Uh, it's not over the top. It's not gory or anything like this. Yeah, I, I don't. I like horror films, but I don't like gore like Saw. You know, movies like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, too much gore for me. But yeah, there are a lot of things. Like Catherine and I have been watching the Kaminsky Method, which is very, very funny. Um, we've been watching a number of things actually. What? Oh, Castle Rock. And you guys ever watch Castle yeah, Rock? Yeah, that's Stephen Steve, King. Yeah, Stephen King. We're, I'm not usually a fan of his right, at all, exactly. but right. this has been pretty interesting. I was on, I think, yeah, episode so. like five, and then now I haven't watched any TV in like two months. But just because you don't have time. Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. Once Sage goes, that's kind of how things go. Once Sage goes to sleep by himself, and I can like have <laughs> some time, then I will watch. I'd love to, because Dan goes to sleep really early, so I could go downstairs and like watch a show and eat some ice cream and hang out, but not yeah, yeah, now. Yep. have a little quiet time, <laughs> yeah, without yeah. someone hanging on right. you. Well, and he won't. Know, he won't. He won't sleep while I watch like TV anymore. Oh. 
He used to. He won't. Even yeah. in the carrier? No. Mm. He'll oh. wake up. It's fun. You're going to have to abandon him in a farm field somewhere. <laughs> well, we're going, to a, we're, going to a, we're going to a sleep consultant next Friday. Good. He's going to be like 16 he years like old. Mommy, I had a bad dream. <laughs> He's an infant. Oh, my God. Tell him to self-soothe. Oh, God. Well, and plus, there's yeah, exactly. an article just came out that it is um, beneficial for children to sleep with their parents until up to age three. So, uh, aha. Beneficial no. how? <laughs> I wouldn't and do for who? Like, Fawn, Fawn's always, uh, like, 11 months she moved into her own room and she's always like slept really well in her own space and been yeah. fine but sage and she's a good sleeper. needs zero space yeah <laughs> wants to be on you Indeed. yes no, that'd be pretty damn good um yeah it's pretty interesting what what te- television now because of netflix hulu because of amazon prime this whole idea of metrics is getting shot right in the ass because it used to be 18 to 49 for television 25 54 for radio and those demos don't work anymore because people are all over the map, uh, and people of all ages are all over the map. So it's, it's, it's becoming more exciting, actually. We will be right back. Mike Lindell will join us right after this Tom Bernard Show. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. Tom Bernard here to tell you, Priority Courier Experts has immediate openings for drivers looking for more. Priority drivers are independent contractors who set their own hours, start from their own driveways, and deliver local on-call parcels and freight, which means you're home for dinner every night, and you get paid weekly. Right now, Priority's driver-friendly lease-to-own program has brand-new dock trucks, flatbeds, curtain sides, and tractor trailers just waiting to be driven home. And Priority is also offering a $4,000 sign-on bonus to qualified drivers. So if you've got the skills, we can get you qualified to start driving a brand new truck in as little as three days. Calling all drivers. Come get the $4,000 sign-on bonus you deserve for all the knowledge and experience you bring to the delivery business. Call our fleet reps right now at 651-748-4477 or visit them online at Priority.com. Priority Courier Experts. Every time you call us, we deliver. Yeah, baby. Uh, by the way, as we segue into an interview with Mike Lindell, the 10th anniversary of his sobriety, which is very, very cool. This Valentine's Day, you can get a bouquet made out of Reese's, M&M's, and other candies. Mm. Instead of flowers, you get a candy bouquet. I should get that for I like Dan. I like, he'd like that. Mm. Well, <laughs> yeah, exactly. a candy bouquet. Just we let have me know when, you know. a giant bag of Reese's hidden. He has like a hidden bag of Reese's <laughs> in our baking cupboard. <laughs> yeah, Vaughn doesn't know doesn't about... Doesn't every parent have a hidden yeah. I treat have, drawer bag I or something? Basically, like, they're basically Oreos, but they don't have as much gunk in them 
and they're in the protein shake cupboard. Those are mine. And then Dan has Reese's <laughs> in the baking oh, cupboard. God. Really? <laughs> and she found my car. very, very I mature. Had, I had a bar of chocolate in the bathroom, like, where I get ready if I, whenever I put on makeup, sometimes I'm like, oh, a bar of chocolate. And she found it. Oh. So. She did? Yep. Oh, she comes into our house and she found the cookie drawer. Oh, yeah. I turn around and she's got the cookies out and she's eating one. She's like, these are good. I'm like, yeah. you've been here 12 seconds. <laughs> yeah. 12 seconds. She opens How up, did you know they were in there? She's been in uh, the last couple months. Yeah, just like opens up drawers and cupboards and just like looks what's in there. See if there's anything interesting. So I like when she goes, just one chocolate chip. Yeah. <laughs> One. Just one little chocolate chip. Yeah. Mike's oh, on the phone. This morning I was oh, this morning I was getting ready and I heard her talking to Dan. I can have one chocolate covered almond. I was like, it is, <laughs> it's nine AM. Calm down. She's working it. Yeah. Mike Lindell, actually by coincidence, ten years ago Mike was addicted to chocolate M and M. So, you know. Perfect. And a couple other things I heard. I still one of my favorite Mike Lindell with us. How you doing, Mike? Thanks for rescheduling with us. That that was wonderful. That was a hundred percent my fault because I just realized I didn't give you the new phone number like a moron. Whoopsie. Oh no, no worries, no worries, Tom. It's it's an honor to always be on your show, and I mean that. Well, it's great to have you on. There's no question about it. And Dawn does it. God, yes. I hope she's not listening, but I want to say Dawn does a great job. <laughs> I don't want to say she's, it's too worth it. She's probably going, what's going on with those people? Because I shot, I shot the video of Tom, you know, congratulating you, and I forgot to attach the videos. What? <laughs> so I had to redo it. And then you're trying to call in, and we're, sorry, yeah, we're, we're just a, a disaster we're today. Having a, we're having a big day. There's no doubt about it. But no, it's one of those days. Tom, you, you, say, these. You, say too, you say too many things good about Dawn. She won't believe it's you. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Well, that's true. What happened to Tom? Where did he go? Uh, a great day for you. A great day for, for you. Um, you know, very, very happy for you. Ten years ago today, as a matter of fact, you did you decide or did someone decide for you it's time to uh, – Oh, I should mention, by the way, for maybe some new listeners here, one of my favorite things, Mike was so kind uh, when I was inducted into the National Radio Hall of Fame. He flew us down there, and we're on the airplane, and we're all talking, having a great time. And Catherine says to somebody, and I don't remember why that, she goes, yeah, no, I mean, you know, Mike used to be addicted to meth. He goes, I was not. I was addicted to crack. <laughs> Sorry. I got my substance mixed up. One of the, great, one of the greatest of all time. No, I wasn't. I was Let me get the record straight here. <laughs> I, was just I, I, I just got it. I just got to get the facts. I don't want to ruin my credibility. Right. No, that's exact. No, right. that's exactly right. So, so what do you got planned for today, Mike? I know you're going on with with Sean Hannity in about ten, uh, about twenty minutes from now. So, uh, yeah. Tell Sean I missed him it's at the because he would. He, he... Go ahead. Yeah, he was supposed to be there too at that radio thing. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. He was. Yeah, yeah. So I missed him. Tell him I missed him. Yeah, that was be. Yeah, that's too bad. I, I I absolutely will. Yeah, yeah. It's been an amazing day. It's been a, I've been able to um, get out the story of my story of hope, Tom, and they, you know, with every I, been, I think I've been on nine shows now, and they across the country, and they, I think that's what people need. That, that I hope my story is, you know, I look back, I go, wow, I wasted so much time, but really I did because if the story can help anybody else, it means everything. And 
And um, so many, um, and I'm able to tell people about the recovery network I'm going to do, or I have all these other stories of hope where they put in their age and their addiction, and and uh, they get to see people similar that have made it through. And then I'm going to, I'm going to have vetted help centers, and then I'm going to have mentors, paid mentors by me helping them. So it's um, I'm going to fulfill that promise I made to that drug dealer 10 years ago. I like. <laughs> <laughs> what what was that promise? It was uh, you're gonna live longer? No, no. He when they did that inter they did an intervention on me. I pulled it. Oh they, yeah, uh, yep. In uh, the in the cities, and that's where he came back. He says, "I've been up for 14 days." He said, "He goes, man, can I?" I was completely shut out on crack, and I at two in the morning. I came upstairs. He goes, he goes, you know. He says, "How'd that work out for you?" He goes, "You know, you you made promises to us that this platform or this pillow is just a big thing for." In the, in the future for God, and you're going to come back and help us all in the inner cities, and you're going to help us and get out of this. And, and um, he goes, we're not going to let you die on us. And I so, and uh, it's funny, the guy works for me now. So, <laughs> Yeah, you were t- that's a great story. I love you. There are so many people that work for you now that you, uh, you helped mm-hmm. recover from. I, well, I, yeah, I, I don't even know about the words recovery anymore. It, it's, it's, it's an ongoing, it's a daily recovery thing, isn't it? Well, I, I, I mean, you can get set free. The, 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 I believe, uh, I said it before, the faith-based centers, your Salvation Army's Teen Challenge. I want to say one thing about addicts is any employer out there is afraid to hire an addict that's, that's, that's uh, made it through and, he, and he's uh, gotten free, to, free from it. They're the best workers in the world because I'll tell you, addiction's a lot of work. I mean, <laughs> it's a lot of work. Yeah. It's probably the hardest work there is. Hiding your addiction, making up for things you've done, um, finding money for the addiction. I mean, it just goes on and on and on. Feeling bad that you made promises you couldn't keep, but you meant them at the time. And all the energy spent. People ask, tell me all the time, Tom, they go, do you ever slow down? You've got to slow down and relax. You work all the time. I say, I say, I love what I'm doing. And I said, I was work back when I was on drugs. Now that was work. <laughs> it's true. Just tracking that stuff all, just trying to track it down had to be, I, I, I'm sure you had oh, certain people was, you went to, but it had to be hard. Yeah, You know, you could, you, you do, I think back now, I think, wow, here I'm right in the middle of, uh, of the, uh, you know, some of the worst parts in the United States. I could tell you the places I were in the middle of the night and I'm going, and here's uh, Mike Lindell walking around trying to buy crack in a city he's not even familiar with at two in the morning. At one time, one time I, you know, I was a, I was a card counter. I remember one time in Memphis, the worst part of Memphis, and I was going card counting in Tunica, and I had thousands of dollars on me, and I'm trying to find a hundred dollar, uh, hundred dollars worth of crack in the worst place where the police don't even go in there. Oh, God, yeah. I, well, that that town. You don't want to be on the wrong side of town at the wrong time of day, I'll tell you that. And and by that, I mean, it, in some areas, it's 24 hours a day. You don't want to be there. <laughs> That's just a fact. Right, right. Well, I was in I was in Milwaukee once, uh, too, in a, the worst part of the town, and, and uh, caught up in a crack world there. And I had two guns pulled on me that night. One, I was held at, held captive, and I had my, my truck was gone, and my... I gave my ring out to someone else I didn't know to my wedding ring at the time. And it's like five in the morning and I'm, and I was so cracked up. I couldn't, I couldn't function. I'm peeking out windows, even though this guy's holding me captive. And now it was like a, you know, you rewound everything about seven in the morning and I got everything back. The next day I was sitting at, um, 
the South Patel in Bloomington with four or three guys eating with two forks, and I'm going, wow, if they only knew where I was yesterday. I mean, it was just, it was just crazy, these, this lifestyle of, you know, where, um, where um, you didn't, it was like being inside of a, a movie, only uh, not a good one. No, I could understand. Yes, I could understand that. You, um, do, does it occur to? Because I, I, the reason I'm asking this question is very specific. First of all, I got to tell you something that that uh, every night when I go to bed, I say good night to Catherine, I kiss her good night, and then I got to pet Jude good night, and then the last thing I do, I, I think of our children, Andy and Alex, and our grandchildren, and you know, and then as I'm getting into bed, I think of you because there it is, my my pillow, and every night I go, oh, Mike Blindell. So thanks a lot. For that. That's a little weird. That's just weird. <laughs> Honestly, God, it's like every night. Oh, you're my pillow. Okay. Well, uh, well Tom, now, now you can, now you can, now you can change that thought and just say, you know, God, you gave Mike. You know, Mike, it was a miracle, and uh, and uh, you know, and you just uh, say, you know, God bless you, and go to sleep. You know? Well, I'll still have to think of you, though. That's the bad part. <laughs> well, that's I'm trying to get you off. I'm trying to get you off that. I, I, no, my miracle wasn't me. <laughs> my, 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 yeah. I'm not the miracle. <laughs> no, I understand. I understand uh, it completely. Yeah. How did yeah, you yeah. find so many yeah, good? But, because I don't want I don't want Don to hear this, so don't tell her. But how did you find so many good people to work for you? Because you got a lot of people, and I, there, there's no it, reason for me to say that other than the fact that I think it's true. Yeah, it, absolutely. You know, 500 of my 1,600 employees have my direct phone number and so dedicated. I run, I run my pillow off deviations and blocks. If there's any deviations, I get a phone call or a text. You know, maybe someone's having trouble and, and they'll, uh, they'll, tell, they'll tell, hey, this guy, there's a problem. We'll go down there and, uh, you know, maybe he needs treatment or some, something. And, uh, but everybody's like a big family. And then we go get them help. Um, one guy was walking 14 miles every day to work. I think I told you that one, or 18. And, yeah. and I find out yeah. he's coming in late, late and, he never, and he never did before. And so I bought him a car and everyone goes, well, why don't I get a car? I said, because you didn't walk 18 miles to work every day for six months. And, uh, but everybody... <laughs> well. but, but everybody, you know, we we don't have problems when you talk about, you know, your typical HR department stuff. And, and because everybody's so dedicated, I think uh, part of that might be our product because they, they know it helps people. And the other yep, thing is yep. just uh, the, pa- the passion. I think the passion, we feel like we're helping people. And now they've really, you know, it even gets more so now when they, you know, I've been going around speaking to, um, with my evangelistic platform, I just spoke to 30,000 people in Texas. I'm going to be speaking at Liberty College to 15,000 to all these millennials around the country. And, and I think our, our um, you know, and we gave, you know, we just gave out 10,000 more pillows to uh, campfire and uh, 20,000 before that for the hurricanes. And I think everybody here likes what they're doing and we, and it just becomes careers. I don't believe we have jobs at my pillow. It's careers. Well, good. See, I mean, that, that's, that's a good way to put it because you have a lot of people that really believe yeah. in you. You believe in them. Very you, dedicated. They work together yeah. very, very well. Very dedicated. That's exactly yep. the way to put it. Is it yep. interesting to you now after 10 years, all of a sudden, like I said, you're doing this interview and then you're going to move on and in just a few minutes and talk to talk to uh, Hannity. You appeared, uh, you've known Hannity for quite some time now, haven't you? Yeah, really, we get really gotten in the last couple of years a lot more. We became really good friends. Um, 
Um, yeah. And, uh, yeah, you know, and then in him and so many other people, you know, we were just, uh, uh, my gal and I, Kendra, we're just over with the Carsons, Ben, ben and Candy Carson. We do stuff with them all the oh, time. Yeah. And, yep. and it, it's just, uh, just uh, if you'd have told me, or in friends with the president and his family and, and all these great people, and if you'd have told me, I would have been, you know, if I looked at a thing back when I quit 10 years ago and go, here's the future, I'm going to go, now that's a miracle. Show me that one, God. I mean, that's just, a, it, it's, 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 it's <laughs> yeah. surreal. It's just, I, I mean, I know, I mean, for me, I'm going, I, I, do I sit and say, you pinch myself and go, is this real? It's, it's still, it's like being in that movie. Only this one is just an epic. It's just a, every day and uh, it's just something, you know. I, I can't even tell you who called me today. I mean, there's calling these people that are calling, con congratulating me, and I'm going, wow. They, you know, there's just an ex-crack addict from Minnesota that, uh, you know, now uh, these people. It's, it's just, I think it gives them stories of hope. You know, the story of hope, and everybody everybody wants hope with their, with everything, not just with addiction, with uh, the way their country's at right now and everything else. And, mm -hmm. and, uh, um, and I just think... Uh, it's pretty amazing for me. I don't know. I say, well, you know, why me, God? Why was I chosen? And because, you know, back then telling my drug dealers, I told a lot of people back then that this, I'm, I don't know, I keep getting dreaming. I have this big platform calling and, and uh, you know, the pillow has just brought me to this, to be able to get the platform out there and to, and to uh, where I'm going now. I mean, my passion is really to get people with this addiction platform to get help to them and to, uh, to lead the people out of the out of these uh, out of these all these horrible, you know, back in our days, Tom, people weren't dying from daily from a, from a drug, you know. No, that's true. You know, it's uh, it's just horrible. I, I even thought back then. I go, what if what if somebody poisoned cocaine and it was on the news all the time? And would I still do it? And and uh, you know, would an addict still do it? Well, obviously. They're still doing it out there, you know, with this opiates. They, it's a crapshoot every yep. time they do it, and it's so sad. It's so sad. Mm. It is indeed. Mike, uh, I know Mr. Hannity's waiting for you to call in just a few minutes. I appreciate your time today. It's, it's great having you on. Dawn, thank you so much. She's, she's terrific setting these things up. But I'm very happy for you. Ten years today, my day's coming up. I Alex, you said it was, what, March 29th or something? Uh, it'll be seven years for me. I think it was March 29th you told wow. me it was, was right? Was it? I don't remember. It was, it was in March, I know. It was sometime. Yes, it was Just after my, yeah. It's sometime in the end of March, I know. That. Wow. But like, uh, it's great. It's great. I'm glad our friendship continues. It's terrific. Uh, I just, I really enjoy talking to you because you all got good stories and you believe what you say. It's not just something you're making up as you go along. You believe it, and I really admire you for that. And I, I really am happy for you. I'm very happy for you. Well, thank you, Tom. And they, uh, I'm, uh, I'm very uh, blessed to have a friend like you, and uh, thanks for having me on It's uh, anytime. All right, Mike. We'll talk soon. Thank you, sir. All right. God bless. Yep. See you. Bye. Mike Lindell, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be back. Hour two, Tom Bernard Show.